0: Hi, Informed Foodie, thanks for joining me today. I'm going to be talking about the top 11 supplements, but before I even start, I wanted to talk about a law that was enacted in 1994. Previous to 1994, the FDA Food and Drug Administration had a five-step process to ensure the purity, the potency and effectiveness of anything sold over the counter, any kind of supplements that includes vitamins and herbal remedies. After 1994, the FDA does not need to examine any of these products anymore. Of course, that was also before the internet. Now you can buy anything from anywhere in the world, and these products do not have to go under the scrutiny of the FDA. The fact that the purity of different factories around the world aren't going to be put under examination. Peanuts, for example, can have 10% insect parts in them, and they're still deemed edible by the FDA. That's a food product. When you think about herbal products and the factories they've been developed in, there may be scat, animal parts. They don't have to guarantee the purity of these types of products. The effectiveness previously was based on studies that companies had to perform with control groups, groups that had their product to prove that the product was effective. The potency is also something previously that was a guarantee that every capsule inside of a bottle had the same amount of the product that you wanted to buy. However, the potency is not examined. They've actually found two capsules in one bottle. One may has one-tenth of the product that another capsule might have, which is another reason you need to be very careful about overloading or taking too much of any type of product. Currently, the labeling on any over-the-counter supplements states that the statement made on this bottle has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure or prevent any disease. That's gonna be put on every single over-the-counter bottle or herbal supplement that you purchase. USP labeling has been one thing that companies have tried to put out to say that they are pure and that they are potent. So having shared the FDA process, I also wanted to briefly mention that in 1955, there was a placebo study, which was most effective with pain medications. There were control groups of patients, and there were also patients that were taking a placebo. They were all given capsules, and nobody knew, it's a double-blind study, which group were taking sugar capsules instead of actual pain medication. 30% of the placebo sugar capsule group claimed that they had less pain. That's called the placebo effect. Just the very nature of somebody caring for you, listening to what's the matter, giving you a prescription you feel like you've been taken care of, that this is going to make an effect, and the power of the mind can be that strong. So when you hear the claims and the incredible stories of a lot of these herbal products, they may or may not be true, but you've got to remember that the placebo effect may have played a part in what happened with these claims. You will also notice that on the labels of products, the word may, this may help with headaches, this may help with pain, is used heavily. Anytime you take any herbal product or any prescriptions, any other tablets or ingestings, please share this with your doctor. There can be side effects or interactions, prescriptions rendered ineffective by different herbal supplements that you take. Before surgery, it's very important that many of these be discontinued. All right, let's just jump into the, the top 11 herbal supplements. Euchanasia is so famous. People take it because they think they will prevent illness, getting sick. It does help possibly with immunity, your respiratory system, which is your lungs, your breathing. The side effect really is an unpleasant taste, but there's no proof that it helps you stay healthy. Same with vitamin C. We really need less than 100 milligrams a day. People tend to overload that thinking they will prevent or shorten a cold. There's no scientific evidence that this occurs whatsoever. Your white blood cells are involved in the immunity process, and there's a higher concentration of vitamin C in those white blood cells, which may indicate it could give you some immunity support. It helps with your cell membranes, we do know. It's interesting that cancer cells saturated with vitamin C tend to be chemo- and radio-resistant. Evening primrose has essential fatty acids and omega-6s in it. It has helped with dermatitis and skin conditions, and it might help with PMS. Not very many side effects. People like to take vitamin D. We do produce vitamin D when we're exposed to sunlight. But without sun exposure, you could have rickets or weaker bones, joint pain, achiness, People have started taking vitamin D, thinking it'll help with heart disease, it may help with weight loss, but it really helps to take that if you are taking calcium. A side effect, you might get kidney stones with it. Ginkgo is also taken. Some people with asthma or headaches, with ear ringing, feel like that's helped. It may help with circulation. You might have a mild GI discomfort as a side effect. Chinese ginseng, also known as Panax, can help with fatigue and stress, your performance, Maybe immune support, you might get a skin rash with that. People should not take that after 50 years old. Collagen may really help with joint pain. It's also a natural connective tissue that we produce. It may prevent osteoporosis, it might increase your muscle mass and help with joint pain and your skin health. And you may have mild GI problems with that if you have a lot. Beets and milk thistle have been used sometimes to cleanse your liver. Milk thistle specifically even for people in poison treatments. It beats up known to possibly lower cholesterol, lower your blood pressure. They can damage your kidneys if you take too much of it. Some people take St. John's wort. They think it helps as a mood stabilizer with their stress and depression. However, St. John's wort does not mix well with most prescription medications. You need to check that for sure with your doctor. Valerian has been used as a temporary insomnia treatment. It might help with your sleep quality and GI tract cramps. Prolonged use for that will create dependence. It might even give you anxiety and headaches. Some people take extra garlic. They think it helps with your blood lipids, immune support, maybe some liver support and cancer prevention. Garlic is something that is good to put in your diet regularly. It might cause diarrhea if you take it as a supplement. I do want to mention a few that I don't necessarily recommend. Some people want to take omega three and six oils in capsules. They think it helps with their cardiovascular system and maybe their neural health, but in capsules of farmed fish oil, it could be high in mercury, which is a very dangerous metal for the human system. CoQ10 is a natural enzyme that people produce and they've noticed that when people age, they have less CoQ10 in their system. Doesn't necessarily relate to CoQ10 as being a youth capsule. Glucosamine has also been ingested with its cartilage in it. People think it's going to help with their bones and joints. It may help with the joint fluid, but it could also induce asthma attacks and it does raise your blood glucose level. I do take an additional calcium supplement. We need around a thousand milligrams a day. Our diet may provide about half of that. It's difficult to absorb it. Vitamin D comes with it, which is a good idea. But you cannot take a thousand milligrams in one sitting. Your body won't absorb it all. It's a very large mineral it does help with fat loss it helps with your blood pressure it helps lower cancer risk and it prevents bone loss however ingesting more than 2,000 milligrams a day could give you headaches and maybe increase your risk of stroke kidney stones and prostate cancer so you can tell by each one of these products that taking too much can create toxicity and studies have not been done on patients who ingest too much of these products because there's no humans that want to volunteer for that type of study So if you found a supplement that works, taking more of it or overloading on anything could be dangerous and it's something you always want to check with your doctor if you're taking any other additional supplements from your regular diet. Any type of energy or high performance enhancing supplements such as creatine or different caffeine products can be very, very dangerous and young men can die from over ingesting or taking them when they're dehydrated or under performance stress. I do believe if you're eating a healthy diet with lots of fruits and vegetables and taking your vitamin and mineral supplement and having over 10 grams of fiber a day, that your body should perform well for you and you can prevent disease and stay on top of your game. So thank you so much again for listening to Informed Foodie and taking these proactive steps to live your own epic life. I'll chat with you next week.